This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Dub Nation. Dub Nation. Dub Nation. The Voice of the Warriors invites you to take your seats. Please take your seats. At the Warriors Roundtable. 30 footer. Got it. Welcome to the table. On the exclusive home of your Golden State Warriors, 95-7, the game. Here's Tim Roy. What's my favorite word? Let's go back to uh, last night. couple of moments from the ball game as the Warriors in the fourth quarter put up 39 on the Milwaukee Bucks. Looney came over to challenge. Looney came over to challenge. He has replaced Draymond. Bazemore in the front court. Handoff Curry. Throws it back to Bazemore. Bazemore waits. Dribbles. Gets baseline. Gets to the rim. And around him. Good. It rolls around the cylinder. And dropped through. Warriors lead by one. Man, I've got to tell you, that was uh, a heart-stopping shot there for the Warriors as they just could not get anything to... Uh, to come easy last night, with the exception of, of maybe just a couple of shots, but they 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 rallied, they battled in the in the fourth quarter, made some plays, the energy was there, and the execution was there, and uh, come away with a win. And I got to tell you, it was um, that was a well played NBA game. I, I said that earlier today. I'll say it again. Well played NBA game. So what do you think? What are your thoughts about the game? You can hit me up on Twitter at Warriors Vox, Warriors VOX. You can send us a text or a call at triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy. And is this the game that's going to turn this around? Will this homestand be what is going to turn the Warriors season around after hitting this post-All-Star break low where they've dropped seven of eight? Obviously, they have to be a little bit more consistent. Obviously, they have to get a better feel for their bench. And I know that it's been frustrating for Steve Kerr and the coaching staff to constantly have to look to the bench in different ways because they haven't had those three or four players stand out above everybody else that you know what you're going to get. Kevon Looney, I think he's won. You know what you're going to get with Kevon, and you're going to get a smart effort. He's going to get out there and, and set screens. He's going to get offensive rebounds. He's going to pass the ball. He's going to do little things that help you win. He's going to be able to guard guys in the perimeter. And so, you know, he's one that you can go to, but I don't think the Warriors have had a real set rotation that they really felt confident that they could, you know, go to that rotation and get something every time. It's been an up-and-down type season for them, and I think that's been one of the reasons why. Scott checks in on Twitter before we get to the rest of the show, but I will tell you that coming up in a few minutes, we're going to be talking with Scott Hastings. He was a longtime TV and radio analyst for the Denver Nuggets, played in the NBA. If you remember him, he was on the Atlanta Hawks for a number of years, played for the Bad Boys, the Detroit Pistons, won an NBA championship with Detroit, and... For those of a certain age, they'll remember that Scott Hastings was also a frequent guest of David Letterman. So stay tuned. Always a good conversation with Scott Hastings. That's upcoming. Jared Collins, Warriors assistant coach and their defensive coordinator, if you will. He's going to join me in just a second. But let's get to to Scott here for a moment before we move on to the interview with Jaron Collins. And he said, did someone tell James, and James being James Wiseman, to stop shooting? I know they want to simplify simplify things for him and focus on setting good screens and rebounding. But there were moments in the third quarter when he was open and he was not looking to score. So I think sometimes with young players, when they get in their mind, they have a job to do. And they, 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 they sort of target fixation. They, they target in on that job. So I think last night, James Wiseman's mantra, if you will, set screens, roll. I'm going to try to block some shots. I'm going to uh, come up and set screens for whoever wants them, and then that's going to be my action. So I think he passed up a couple of shots because he was trying to keep the game basic last night. But I loved his effort. 
I loved his energy. He got victimized a little bit by a veteran team in the third quarter defensively, but that's going to come. You know, as we're going to find out in my conversation in just a moment, he hasn't really seen a lot of sophisticated uh, defensive strategies, offensive strategies, because he just doesn't have the experience. He's, you know, he's, he's very young, and he didn't play four years of college. This is a different way to develop a big man now in the NBA than what it was 20 years ago, even 10, 15 years ago. Okay? It's different now. Your kids are coming in so much earlier, so quicker, and especially with big guys, you have to wait a little bit longer. Very few big men come into this league and make a great adjustment right away. You know, as we've heard uh, Steve Kerr mention this, and it's absolutely true. And you can go to basketballreference.com and look up the numbers and see it for yourself. Look up Kobe Bryant's rookie season, Kevin Garnett's rookie season. Guys that come out of high school struggle in their first year. James Wiseman is fine. He's going to be fine. You just have to wait a little bit. 888-9570. And then you can hit me up on Twitter at WarriorsVox, WarriorsVox. Try to get to some of your questions in our next segment. But as I mentioned, the Warriors have been a really good defensive team all year long, with the exception of two stretches. The first four games of the season, when they were coming out, Draymond Green had not been in camp. Wiseman had not been in camp. And so they were really going at it blind, if you will. And then the last week or so, they've had a little bit of a slippage. But all year long, this team has really put forth a good defensive effort. Jared Collins is the major reason why. I had a chance to talk to the Warriors' assistant coach earlier this afternoon and find out about his feelings on the Warriors and where they're headed. Well, Coach, let's first of all start with last night, and, and obviously uh, that's a, a nice win, a nice win, a well-played NBA game for the most part. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on that game, and how big was that wing coming off the road trip? Uh, the win was absolutely huge. Um, you know, we had some difficult games. Obviously, the game down in uh, Tampa against the Raptors was uh, uh, embarrassing for everybody involved. Um, and it was nice to see us bounce back after a hard-fought um, Atlanta game where we uh, just had some mental uh, errors and lapses with uh, needless uh, fouls. So uh, it, was, it was nice to see our, our group bounce back, uh, show the uh, determination and the resolve to uh, finish the game out. Uh, when they kept trying to you know, deliver haymakers from the three-point line, we responded, um, and guys showed up. Uh, defensively and made key stops that we needed to, and Steph's brilliance took over the game. Yeah, it, se- it seemed there was a little bit more of a bounce in their step than we have seen in, in, in recent days. You know, teams go through ebbs and, and flows, as we know, through the course of the season. You know, wh- what will it take maybe to to keep that sort of energy going? Would, obviously, a successful homestand would help, but, but in your mind, what's important to keep that moving forward? I think the key really has to be on the defensive end and uh, just focusing in, um, obviously defending without fouling, uh, taking away middle drives, controlling with what, what we control with, just sticking to our game plan, um, and just really keying in on that end of the floor, uh, getting stops and then running um, off of our stops uh, is absolutely crucial because if we're not stopping anybody, we don't, have, we don't give ourselves a chance. And then I would just say on the offensive end, just continue to set screens and keep the ball moving. Um, so obviously Steph's going to command to um, in most pick-and-roll coverages, uh, whether he has an opportunity to turn the corner or, or, or get a quick shot. Um, if he doesn't have it, get the ball out of the double team and play four on three on the backside with uh, James Wiseman uh, roll, either rolling to the rim or playing out of the dunker. You know, it's it's interesting. You, of course, have have uh, handled the defense this year, and you've done a great job with with the team throughout the course of the season. Uh, could you, without giving away any state secrets, could you explain maybe in in layman's terms the difference between defense in the NBA, maybe even defense in college or the high school level? Uh, I would say, the, in in the simplest terms, I would say two to three feet. And what I mean by that is uh, your help side and your weak side positioning uh, has to be as close to the nail um, or underneath the basket 
as possible because if you're two to three feet out of position, the guys that you're playing against, um, their level of athleticism, their quickness, um, their ability to read and react off of your positioning or lack thereof um, is huge. And so I would say just by, by being in the correct position, um, two to three feet closer to uh, the, the nail, uh, closer to being able to trap the box um, is absolutely crucial. And then obviously there's a physicality, um, gamesmanship that comes with it at this level. You're playing against whether you're, say, the Atlanta Hawks, you're playing against Gallinari, you're playing against Lou Williams, uh, Trey Young. You're playing against these guys that are masters at creating contact. So you got to be able to do it without without using your hands and proper technique um, and proper angles um, of approach in your closeouts. You got to be so disciplined uh, defending at the point of attack. Yeah, historically the NBA has always had this. You know, people have always said, "Oh, there's nobody plays defense up there." And and once you get to the league and you watch it, you know, close to face to face, or in your case, play in it and then coach it. Uh, you realize the defense is there, just that the offense is really darn good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. The offense, I mean, they're going to score. Uh, so, the, look, the best teams in the league, you know, they're going to score over 100 points. So, if we're talking about playing in the margins, well, what does that mean? We're talking about keeping teams off the, off the uh, free throw line. You're talking about limiting three-point shots by running guys off the three-point line. Um, getting them to shoot long twos um, instead of, you know, open threes. So you, you got to play in the margins because, you know, uh, these guys are, are really, really good at, uh, at uh, getting to their spots. And you're just trying to go, make them go to their plan B and plan C opposed to their, using their plan A. We're talking with Jared Collins here on the Warriors Roundtable on your home for Golden State Warriors basketball, and that is 95-7, the game. And, Coach, uh, the guy who gets more talk on the Warriors maybe than everybody except Stephen Curry this year is James Wiseman. I guess that's part of the territory when you're the number two pick in the draft. But it, tell me, uh, the last night I loved his energy, loved what he was doing out there on the floor. And, and you know, somebody asked me today if, if the club is running more pick and rolls just as a, a, a way to to keep him, you know, occupied, keep him involved on the offensive end. What's the what's the theory and the strategy behind uh, running maybe a few more pick and rolls every now and then? Well, I mean, it's it is analytics. I mean, this James or Steph Curry in a pick and roll uh, yields most points per possession. So we're just trying to run uh, more pick and rolls, and it's uh, it's quite frankly it's easier to execute. Steph and and, and James. I've spent time after practice, just the two of them, working on um, when to dive, when to set and hold a screen, because there's a lot that goes into, oh, just go run a pick and roll, just go go it. Well, to execute that properly takes timing, uh, when to flip a screen. Um, if, uh, if, you're, if you see your defender and when you're coming up, up the floor in a step up and they're trying to keep the ball on one side of the floor, well, that's an opportunity to flip your screen to try to set stuff free to the middle of the floor. Um, so there's, I think one of the biggest things that um, we've seen is that James is uh, really starting to grasp uh, the concepts in, in terms of um, setting the screen, getting out of it, diving with force because he puts so much pressure on the rim. If he doesn't get the ball, the weak side defender has to tag him. Um, so he doesn't get the alley-oop, and that should free up somebody on the weak side of the floor. So there's a lot of offense that can be generated just by that simple action. Would it be safe to say that that this year, in his first NBA season, that this is the first time that he has dealt with anything super sophisticated on the offensive side and the defensive side when you look at his experience overall? I I would say that he's he's 20 years old, uh, and he's played – three games of college basketball. So there's, yes, he has uh, a knowledge and an experience that he's, he's yet to gain, and he's gaining it um, through repetitions out there on the floor. Um, so whether it's, uh, you know, it, it's everything from positioning, criticality, using his voice out there on the floor, um, where, where to be, um, Draymond gets the ball in the pocket, uh, what should be his reads when he gets the ball in the pocket? 
um, after coming out of screen and roll. So there's just so much learning that needs to, that, that needs to take place and is taking place. And what we, you want to see is just, you know, you, you, you see the, the, the growth and just going out there. And again, so much of it is just control with what, what you can control and just playing with energy and enthusiasm and uh, just being the hardest worker out there on the floor, just flying around with a lot of energy uh, will make up for a lot of stuff. Warriors coach Jared Collins, my guest here on the Warriors Roundtable, like Tim Roy. And, and coach, uh, let's get to some of the the important stuff here. When you work in the NBA, whether it be a broadcaster or a coach or a player or even PR guys, whatever, a, a lot of time is spent away from family. So give us give us the update. How are how is the Collins family doing, and how are the kids, and and what is uh, interesting them these days? Uh, kids, family, and kids are uh, are doing well. Uh... Unfortunately, I, I did lose my uncle to uh, COVID um, recently. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so that, that's one. Of, yeah, no, it's, 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 we're all dealing with uh, the realities of this pandemic, and um, I appreciate you asking. Uh, but we'll, my, my, my wife and children, we're, they're doing fine. Um, my daughter is getting ready to graduate sixth grade. And, you know, where did the time go, <laughs> sort of thing. And I, I know you know how that goes. Um, but... No boyfriends yet, so we're, you know, we're not there. Oh. Uh, no significant others yet. So, uh, you know, but uh, everybody's doing well, and uh, you know, so we're 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 we're, we're hanging in there. You know, it's uh, it's funny. You know, when when you go back and think about uh, your childhood, is it hard to relate to your kids today, just simply because of the world is so much different than maybe even when you were in the sixth, sixth grade or in, in junior high? I think so, and I think it's uh, it's also a challenge with um, social media nowadays and, and TikTok and Instagram and Snapchat and all the different platforms, and you know, making sure that your your children either aren't on them and if they are using them, what's being said, what's being communicated, um, and so just making sure that you just but like any like any parent, just making sure that you're active uh, in your children's life and know what's going on um but there are definitely uh differences and challenges that i didn't earn different realities that i didn't have to deal with especially with the social media thing and how much does parenting help you uh with coaching your basketball children or vice versa coach well with uh coaching my basketball children uh so my, my son um and and my youngest daughter they enjoy playing basketball they, they love it they really love uh the, the grind of uh, of learning new skills and new drills and that type of stuff. They get a uh, you know there, there's going to be frustrations when they're picking certain things up, but they they definitely have a love for the game and a love and a passion for it. Um, so for me, it's just about just supporting them and and just doing the best that uh, allowing them to be the best basketball players that they can possibly be. Just giving them that support and that love. My oldest daughter, uh, she she knows how to play basketball, but when it's all said and done, she'd rather read a good book. Which, oh. and there's nothing wrong with that. Awesome. So, that's great. wrong with that at all. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's great. You love that. You love when you see them pick up the books. My yeah. my uh, my kids won't read books in front of me. They only read them when, when I'm not looking. So that's uh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it. Uh, I've got a great video of my my oldest daughter. She's reading a book, and I think she was eating an apple or something like that. And directly behind her. The chair was situated so directly behind her was the uh, NCAA Women's <laughs> Championship game in <laughs> Stanford, Arizona, and, and it's like so that that just tells you where where, where she's at right now. So, yeah, but she was uh, enthralled in the book. So there you go. Good for her. Hey, coach, uh, always a pleasure to talk to you, Jaron, and, and uh, look forward to uh, talking some basketball with you again sometime real soon. I appreciate it, Tim. Thank you. That is Warriors assistant coach Jaron Collins. I'm Tim Roy as we continue here on 95.7 The Game. You're home for Golden State Warriors basketball. Hope you enjoyed that conversation. Always uh, interesting, always insightful. And like I said before, he's doing a great job with the Warriors on the defensive end of things. And don't forget, Warriors are home on Friday and Saturday against the Washington Wizards and the Houston Rockets. So Russell Westbrook coming back to take on the Warriors on Friday. 
Both games, 7 o'clock with a tip. Both uh, 6.30 with the airtime right here on 95.7 The Game. Well, Dub Nation, it's the first call for season tickets. The 21-22 season is just around the corner, and tickets are limited. Join the Dub Club for priority access to season tickets, along with exclusive pre-sales and special event opportunities. Go to warriors.com to sign up right now. Well, the Denver Nuggets are a team on the rise in the Western Conference, and they have brought over the pride of Archbishop Mitty, and that, of course, is Aaron Gordon, a very athletic front line alongside Nikola Jokic now for Denver. I talked to Scott Hastings about the Denver Nuggets and his life in the NBA, and that will follow these words on 95.7 The Game. It's a Warriors roundtable. Don't you go away. What's up, party people? Kate Scott here with a reminder. You deserve the best in all aspects of life. So when it comes to Internet, you deserve Xfinity. Because Xfinity gives you just that. The best in speed options to fit your needs. You got a gamer in your house, lots of video chatting and streaming going on at the same time. Well, Xfinity offers up to two gigs of upload and download speed. That's what I use to broadcast clearly from home every day. But maybe you don't need that much power. Cool. Start with a speed that fits your needs and your budget. Xfinity also gives you the best in reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage. So the signal incredibly strong. We're regardless of where you are in the house. And Xfinity's built-in security is just another reason it's a game changer. So stop settling for decent, for okay. Come get the best, baby. Xfinity Internet delivers speed, reliability, and coverage. Get started with speeds that fit your budget with options available up to two gigs. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to get started. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. X-Fine Advanced Security is available to Xfinity Internet customers with a compatible Xfinity X-Fine Gateway. Everyone says time is money, but when you're a pro, it literally is. Every hour you spend away from the job means more money you're spending out of pocket. That's why Valspar and Lowe's are here to help with free job site delivery. Save time on your next job and get your paint delivered directly to you, totally free of charge. Valspar, you make it happen, we make it possible. Contact your Valspar rep, a Lowe's pro, or visit valspar.com slash delivery for details or to find a rep near you. Select stores apply, 24-gallon minimum. Other restrictions apply, subject to availability. Rodents, they can cause a lot of attic insulation damage and health problems. Call Attic Elite. We'll get rid of attic rodents, clean your attic, and rodent-proof your home in one day so you can have a healthy home. Pest control is not the solution against attic rodents. Give us a call at 669-257-6540 or find us online at atticelite.com. And right now, get 10% off your insulation project. atticelite.com or 669-257-6540. Attic Elite, your Bay Area attic and crawlspace experts. Seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K A R S cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. To learn more about our programs and to donate. Go to carsforkids.com. That's cars with a K. Pickup is quick and easy. You'll also get a vacation voucher and maximum tax deduction. 1877 cars for kids. K A R S cars for kids. 1877 cars for kids. Donate your car today. Also accepting real estate donations. NBC Sports Bay Area is the home for the authentic Warriors fan. The dubs are in full swing, and we've got you covered. Follow them every step of the season with 24-7 coverage and live streaming games on the My Teams app. Make sure to tune in to pre- and post-game live before and after every game with Bonte Hill, former Warrior Dorel Wright, and Hall of Famer Chris Mullen. NBC Sports. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bay Area, home of the... We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Authentic Warriors fan. What's up, Dub Nation? Do you want to get cash back on Warriors gear? Yes! If so, you need to sign up at Rakuten.com slash Warriors, where you can earn 10% cash back on every purchase at Warriors Shop. Start your shopping at Rakuten and earn cash back at over 2,500 stores. Rakuten is free to everyone and so easy to use. Visit Rakuten.com slash Warriors and start earning cash back on Warriors gear today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N dot com slash Warriors. Every member of Dub Nation has a seat at this table. If everybody would please take your seats. The Warriors Roundtable. The table has returned on 95.7 The Game. Now back to Warriors Box. A look away three. Oh my goodness. Just ridiculous. You've got to be kidding me. Tim Roy. Curry double feeds Draymond. Penetration. Looks for Bazemore. Bazemore deflected it. Gets it out to Oubre Jr. Another three for Oubre Jr. And all of a sudden, Oubre Jr. has that look in his eye. It's 116-109. It's a holiday Oubre Jr. showdown. Well, Scott Hastings played 578 games in his NBA career starting in the 82-83 season. He would end up late in his career from 89 through 91 with the Detroit Pistons. He won a world title with Detroit, finished his last two years in Denver, and that's where he ended up settling. And since that time, he has been one of the great analysts around the NBA and a talk show host in Colorado. So Scott Hastings always a good guy to go to to talk about the Denver Nuggets in the NBA. And Denver is a team that made a bold move at the break. They broke up their backcourt of Jamal Murray and Gary Harris. And Gary Harris, a very good defender who was key in their comeback last year against Utah. And they brought in Aaron Gordon to play alongside Michael Porter Jr. How does this all work? Let's find out in my conversation with Scott Hastings. Well, Scott, first of all, it feels like forever since we saw you guys, you know. 
it's like it's been a long time with the COVID. Yeah, and then... I, I, I think Mark Jackson was Mark Jackson was still the coach, <laughs> and, and you were the sixteen. Yeah. We were the three, and you upset us. Was that called on? I mean, uh, we've seen each other since then. Yeah, we have. We have. Uh, yeah, Harrison Barnes is now a king. So uh, that that's that's yeah. true. Uh, so, but but you guys have had an exciting year, and, and it seems like you guys are peaking now at a very good time. And it's a different ball club from the last time we saw. Give me your rundown on on this season to the moment for Denver and the changes they made, and how impactful they have been. Well, listen, they had to make a trade. They made a trade. They got rid of Gary Harris, and listen, Gary's Gary's been great here, and he kind of helped start the reemergence of the franchise, and and has been here for a while. Uh, the, and defensively, I mean, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody as, uh, defend Devin Booker better than he does. And a lot of guards, uh, Donovan Mitchell, I'm not sure if the Nuggets come back in the bubble from down 3-1 because he missed those first uh, uh, handful of games. He comes back, and, and, you know, they go on and win that series 4-3. And, and just he's, he's just a brilliant defensive guard. The problem is, you know, he's missing, you know, on average the last three or four years, 25-plus games a year. And, you know, here you got a chance. They traded for Aaron Gordon. Uh, they had lost Jeremy Grant in the offseason, who played well in the bubble. And, you know, I, I think Jeremy's probably a better overall scorer, but I think that Aaron's probably a better overall player when you count, you know, offense, defense, rebounding. Uh, the you know all the pieces together, he's he's a much better defensive player than I even realized. But you know him being in Orlando all these years, I you know you see him twice a year. Um, but it's it, it's been it's been good. They haven't lost a game since the trade, which you know is rare. So they're five and zero since the trade. They've won six in a row. Um, they've moved up the the first place in the NBA as far as offensive efficiency. We did a stat him the other day, and listen, you, you know, I'm talking to you who's seen some of the greatest offenses in the world over the last decade, um, but their offensive efficiency with the starting five that they have with uh, Murray, Barton, Gordon, uh, uh, MPJ, Michael Porter Jr., and Nikola Jokic was at 133.9. Wow. Their offensive efficiency and their defensive efficiency was an even 100. Well, you're supposed to win a lot of games <laughs> like that, right? And it, it's just – it's a very – like I said, I, it, they don't have the shooters that you guys have when you're rolling. They don't have Kevin and Steph and Clay and all that stuff. Uh, but they are selfless like like you guys were in your championship runs. And that's been the fun part. I, I mean, I know you and I are kind of old-school guys, but to see basketball being played well – and, and no egos involved as far as, oh, it's my turn to shoot because you shot the last two. Uh, it's kind of been fun, and that's that's kind of been their secret so far, to be honest with you. I think this year when they they get 31 assists in a game, they're undefeated or something like that. Um, so it's, it, it's, it's, it's fun basketball to watch, to be honest with you. And now that you've added Aaron Gordon, there's actually a little bit uh, uh, more defense being played as well. You know, you you played at the highest level in the NBA, and I I've seen it in in you know in high school and in other places, and I saw it with the Warriors. It's kind of contagious, isn't it? When the ball moves, then, then yeah. everybody stops worrying about, you know, is this my only touch? They they move the ball because they know eventually they're going to get it back, right? Absolutely. I mean. I played and was lucky enough to be on a team that won an NBA championship in Detroit. And, and you know, a lot will be said in their history and the bad boys and all this, and they were this and that. But they were they were selfless. And, you know, one night it might be Joe Dumars going crazy. And that was great. You were going to feed him until he, he was done. Uh, next night it might be Isaiah. The next night it might be Vinny Johnson. Then Mark Aguirre came on and, and, and yeah, those are great names and big names in the league. But when you got a team that does, there's no ego between all those guys, they're all, you know, either college or, or Naismith Hall of Famers. It, it it is fun. And you know, Denver. And listen, you gotta get lucky, uh, as you guys know. Sometimes in a draft or a free agent, he blooms uh, blossoms more than you expected. But you know, Nikola Jokic has been 
you know, a godsend to this franchise. And, I mean, you've seen him play. He, he's different than any other guy that I've seen, uh, uh, you know, come into this league and make a name for himself. Uh, and, and he has brought a, I don't care what I do tonight. I don't care if I got 10 points if we win. And, and you know, he had a game this year where they lost, I think they lost in overtime to Sacramento, and he had 50. I think he had 50, 15, and 12 for some stupid, you know, triple-double. And, he, you know, he was amazed. I don't care what I got. We lost a game. That's all that matters. And, and, and it is refreshing see that the bottom line is 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 the w and nothing more or nothing else what's the impact and aaron gordon's a bay area kid he played down in high school ball down in san jose and um and i was curious at the time of the deal because i thought wow you got porter jr and gordon what's the impact of having those two guys who are really athletic alongside Jokic, who is not well here, here's the funny thing uh, and they're two different players although they're both very athletic Porter Jr. is a pure shooter. I mean, he he could he could fit in on your team uh, with Clay and Steph. He, I don't think he's at their level, but for a guy who's six ten, six eleven, I mean, you just look at his numbers and what he's done this year. Probably, if it weren't for what Jeremy Grant's doing in Detroit, if you look at a player who's improved from last year to this year, I mean, he could be up up for that award also. Um, he's just a pure score, almost. And I, I'm not saying this in a bad way. Pretty, I mean, he's he's pretty to watch. And Gordon has a more of a blue collar uh, game to him, to me. Now, what they both done uh, with Nikola Jokic, and you you've seen how he can pass. They've learned that if they cut move without the ball, he will find them. Uh, before last night's game, in in uh, Gordon's first 25 field goals as a Denver Nugget. 20 of them were assisted on, and 11 of those 20 were assisted on by Nikola Jokic. So he has learned if I set a screen, someone steps out and hedges, and I back cut, the ball's going to find a way to me. So uh, that's the way they play because maybe they are so athletic. And like I said, Michael can spot up, and he and, and he'll he'll do you know a dribble handoff with Joker at the top. And if you try to go under it, he's going to pull up and shoot a three. And Gordon is more of that. And I saw a pick and roll with him the other day. He comes up and sets a screen. Gordon rolls, and all of a sudden, here comes here comes a dunk pass and a, and a dunk for Gordon. So they're, they're both athletic, but they both are kind of doing it in different ways. Talking with Scott Hastings, the television and radio commentator for the Denver Nuggets, a former NBA veteran and, of course, part of the champion Bad Boys in Detroit, right here on the Warriors Roundtable on your home for Golden State Warriors basketball, 95-7 the game. Jamal Murray missed your game the other night. It, it uh, that's nothing long term, I hope, right? Just a little soreness. Yeah, it, it, they they use knee soreness. You know, I've heard you know in inner circles that it might have just been resting him, uh, and and so on and so forth. Um, but you know the 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 offense without him and and Monte Morris is like the quintessential backup point guard. They move him in to start, and I think you know even with Murray out of the game, they had. 70, 72 or 74 at halftime. Um, So, you know, it's just – Joker is the key. I'd hate to play a game without Nikola Jokic. Right. But any other piece, they've been able to plug in, and they play pretty well. And what's uh, the the impact of Michael Malone and the the fact that he has been – I think continuity is so underrated in our league. But the fact that he's been that voice in the locker room for a lot of these guys as this team has kind of – made its road toward the top. What's his impact on the on this team? Well, first of all, you know, and you know him from, from his time there, you know, I think he came in to kind of shore up the, the, the defense and, and make them more of a half-court team. And Denver, you know, forever and ever is about run, run, run. Uh, if you look at pace of play, I think Denver's 29th or 30th in the league as far as pace. Uh, and yet you look at offensive efficiency, they're number one. So that means you've done something in the half court. Uh, he will always preach defense until the cows come home. Uh, the team buys into it. The, the biggest thing for me is, is your two young core players in Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray have bought in. And, and when you can do that, then everybody else fits. Uh, uh, 
Eric Gordon had a, a, a post game interview the other night, and they say, "What it, what's it like playing for Nicola or playing with Nicola?" And he goes, "Man, it's cool because you you sit there and listen, and you're just trying to learn what he wants." Well, that's what you hear about the coach, and and, and what what Nicola wants is really what Michael Malone wants. And we always talk about the extension, having a, a coach on the floor as an extension of the head coach. Tully Jokic is kind of that. And, and it, it's, listen, I, I've been around and, and doing the Nuggets team for a long time. I don't know if they're good enough to win a championship, uh, but they're fun enough to watch. And on certain nights, you know, there's there's no one in the league they can't beat. Um, and, it, and it should be really interesting. The Western Conference playoffs will be interesting uh, no matter who gets in, especially with all these playing games and such. Hey, final question for you, and I want you to to, uh, to see if you can remember something for me. Now, a few years ago when the Warriors were in the playoffs against the Rockets and Kevin McHale was the head coach, somebody came in the press room afterwards and you know when he was doing his, his press briefing and they said, what did you think about the physical play? And he kind of kind of laughed because physical play. I didn't see any physical play out there, you know. So he started laughing about that. You played the time where the league was was really physical. Was there a play or something you remember that maybe even took your breath away during that era of play, where it was really like, wow, did you see that? The funniest. It, it, it was funny to us at the time, and I'm going to talk to the two guys. One was a really really good friend of mine. And Danny Roundfield and and the other guy I became really good friends with, and, and kind of introduced him to me by telling this story to him, and he remembered it. Uh, but the late great Maurice Lucas, and Maurice was playing in Phoenix. We had come in, you know, in, in Atlanta at the time, and we were on a, a streak. I think we might have even been first in the Central Division. Our first uh, uh, game out west was going to be against Phoenix. And, and listen, you remember Danny Ramfield? Oh like yeah, Danny Ramfield was some, yeah. you know, some small boy or nothing. I mean, <laughs> that was a big was man. man. This yeah. was a man. And, and he got up, and and he and Maurice got tangled up in the air, and Maurice basically WWE uh, uh, suplexed him and threw him hard to the ground. Now this is the time when when you know we saw the little fight the other night between Schroeder and and what's his name in Toronto, and we're like. You know, you know, benches kind of come out. Well, this scenario when somebody got thrown down on the ground, the benches came out. But it was Maurice Lucas, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he did it right in front of our bench. And I remember because I'm, you know, I'm kind of working my way into being a quote unquote tough guy. We all stand up, and Maurice just bends over, rounds. Uh, Danny is is writhing on the ground in pain, and Maurice bends over hands on his knees, gets over in Danny's face and says, damn, Rounds, that looked like that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and we all, and then he, and then, you know, whistle blow, he just walked over to the Phoenix bed, timeout, we're all just looking, and did, hey, didn't no one step on the floor? <laughs> didn't no one, and, and Danny was our, like I said, he was one of my dear, dear friends. Oh. But man, I, and, and that was that was the league, and you know what? You know what? Uh, I, I think Maurice got a foul. Yeah, yeah. loose ball foul, loose he, ball he foul. Was, it, was, yeah, it was a loose ball foul. Nowadays, he would probably be, you know, uh, uh, the flagrant two. Uh, the league would probably find him another twenty-five thousand. He might have even missed a game or two. But yeah, that's wow. that's when I saw 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 it when I knew it. I was still fairly young in the league, and I saw that. And, I, oh. and plus, that was Maurice Lucas. So. <laughs> we all said okay. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Thank you, Scott. As always, I appreciate your time, man. Can't miss seeing you, man. Can't wait till we get back together. How about that? How about that? Maurice Lucas throwing a guy to the ground. Dan Roundfield, who is a tough guy, and you still get the uh, you get the chuckle from. Scott Hastings about that. But, boy, I tell you, the, the Denver game, and obviously you don't overlook Washington and Houston. The Warriors have to win those games. They know that there is no game that they can overlook right now. And, but that Denver game, I'm really curious to see how that all works with Porter Jr., Gordon, and Jokic up front. And that should be a very interesting contest coming your way. 
uh, here on 95.7 The Game. You're home for the Golden State Warriors. I'm Tim Roy. Welcome to the Warriors Roundtable. We've heard from Warriors assistant coach Jaron Collins. We've also heard from Scott Hastings. You can chime in as well. 888-957-9570. Thoughts on the game last night. Do you think the Warriors are going to get this turned around and come surging into the postseason? And are you worried about the ketchup shortage? All those questions we could answer tonight here on the roundtable. One thing I wanted to do, and you know, every time we, we see a team, I'm always reminded about somebody uh, that's in, around the league or has been around the league for a, a long time. Unfortunately, Phil Chenier is no longer with the Washington Wizards television broadcast. He did a great job with Steve Buckhands for years to come, but they made a change a couple of years back. And so uh, Phil is no longer on the air doing their games. Phil, of course, a Bay Area native who went to Berkeley High, went to Cal, and then got into the NBA, had a nice career until injuries kind of slowed him down. But years ago, I had a chance to catch up with Phil, and I wanted him to to not just talk about the Wizards and, and about what was going on in the NBA. I wanted him to go down memory lane. So listen here for just a moment. Phil Chenier talking about his days as a high school player playing for Berkeley High. And we'll have that conversation for you when we come back here on the Warriors Roundtable on 95.7 The Game, your home for Golden State Warriors basketball. Tim Roy is holding court. Pun intended. Join me in my court of Camelot. At the Warriors Roundtable on 95.7 The Game. Now back to Warriors Box. It's good! Tim Roy. The Warriors with the ball with 70 seconds left after trailing almost the entire half. Curry off the screen, takes a jumper, it's up and good! A two for Curry, just inside the arc on the left side. Warriors lead by three, minute five to go. And the Warriors Roundtable continues. I, Tim Roy, and as promised, the conversation with Phil Chenier, formerly of Berkeley High, longtime NBA player, longtime analyst on the Washington Wizards Radio Network. Great days, though. We had uh, a lot of fun there. Spike Henley, Hensley was our coach there. My first year played with guys like Donald Hazard, uh, Lucius Davis. Uh, don't want to forget anybody. Uh, and then played with uh, Dave Dockery, Richard Nelson, Carl Shelton. Had a lot of fun. High school is a, a very fun period of time. Berkeley High was a great school. Now, when you were playing ball at Berkeley High, were you aware of some of the guys in like in the East Bay, especially, who had gone on before you, guys like Silas and Russell? Oh, absolutely. Uh, my father actually went to McClyman's High School, so he had planted that bug about the school of champions, you know, but they did have a very rich tradition. In fact, my, my first TOC game, I think, was uh, McClyman's was playing St. Ignatius, and Joe Ellis was playing, uh, Jim Tolliver, and then the next year was a great game where uh, McClyman's played Berkeley High in, uh, in the finals and beat Berkeley by one. Uh, Tolliver hit a shot down the stretch. So, and Berkeley had a, had some pretty good players too. Uh, Billy Carr, Billy Robinson, uh, uh, Petersmeyer, Gary Petersmeyer. Um, yeah, I mean, those were great days, man. You bring back some good memories. <laughs> that is a Phil Chenier, who is a longtime television analyst for the Washington Wizards. Let's get to your Kaiser Permanente scoreboard tonight. We start off with the game between Indiana and Minnesota. Wolves got off to a rocky start. They climbed back in the game, and then this happened. Levert with a right-hand dribble. Shot clock down to 10, crossing over to the foul line, out to Justin Holiday. Shot clock down to 7. His pass was tipped. Levert able to recover. Step back 3. He's hounded. Shot clock down to 3. Holiday shot fakes into the corner. Can McConnell get it off in time? He does. Oh, and how about that? The most unlikely of sources. T.J. McConnell hits a corner three. He got it off just before the clock expired. I think they're going to take a look. And they did, and it was good. And Indiana wins 141 to 137, 19 for McConnell. Washington Wizards all over the Magic. They beat Orlando 131 to 116. Meanwhile, in other play around the association, Kevin Durant back on the floor for Brooklyn. Now they inbounded Durant. Hounds the right hand dribble. Turns the corner in the lane. Spins it back out to Griffin. Calmly fakes and shoots a three. It's no good. Durant with a rebound and a putback, and it's good for Kevin Durant. And he still hasn't missed a shot tonight. 115 to 80, Brooklyn. 
And it's now 126-92 to 92 with 6.52 to go in that one. Boston on top of New York, 93-90 with a minute to go in that game. Memphis beating Atlanta 114-91, 9.28 to play there. The Houston Rockets will see them this weekend, and they're beating Dallas with 8.21 to go in the fourth quarter, 80-74, 9.39 left fourth quarter, and Charlotte leads Oklahoma City 92-77. Second quarter, the Denver Nuggets lead the San Antonio Spurs by 142-41. Later start, Utah, the uh, New Orleans and New Orleans, the Utah Jazz are in Phoenix to take on the Suns. Now, let's get to the game. Coming up, the Washington Wizards in town on Friday. Feeds now Beal, probes, left elbow, gets out of the baseline left, and Bede is chasing him. Beal cuts to his left, left corner for two, got it! Bradley Beal, a two-pointer for the left corner, ties it at 124, 59 now for Bradley Beal as he... Warriors and Wizards with a uh, 7 o'clock tip, 6.30 airtime on Friday night. And, of course, the Warriors 2021 season presented by Kaiser Permanente. Now, after the Wizards leave town, Christian Wood, one of the improving players in the association, arrives with the Houston Rockets. What do you think about Greg Popovich's look this year? He's he's looking like uh, part of the Grateful Dead. Yeah. Very silver the, the fox. Ha- yeah, the hair is growing longer. Vibe going yep. on there. Here's Aldridge, a little turnaround. Jay, a second basket, left of the lane over the top of Eric Gordon. Guy looks like Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Doc. Harden draws two, bounce pass behind the back. Christian Wood lines up with three and can't it! His second of the game. 21-point Rockets lead. Get on Saturday, 6.30 with the pregame show, 7 o'clock with the tip. And let's face it, you know, I mean, the, as the Grateful Dead said, a touch of gray suits you anyway. But let's face it, Greg Popovich looks like Gandalf this year. There's no other way to put it. Denver is coming to town. That's on a Monday night, and you get to watch the fabulous fundamental stylings of Nikola Jokic. Inside the arc is Nikola Jokic. Jokic a couple dribbles, hands it off to Porter, turns the corner, throws it back to Joker, and a three. Got it right at the horn. Boy, that's a big bucket there. 107 and 93, Denver. That's right, Warriors in Denver on Monday. Again, 7 o'clock tip, 6.30 with the airtime. And next Tuesday night, another edition here of the Warriors Roundtable. Now, the Warriors are teaming up with Kaiser Permanente, an athlete's corner, to turn points into meals with swishes for dishes. For each point the Warriors score this season, 100 meals will be donated to local food banks to support Bay Area families. Go to warriors.com slash swish to learn more. I want to thank everybody connected with our broadcast tonight, including our producer, R.C. Davis. I want to thank Warriors assistant coach, Jaron Collins. And by the way, you can always catch up with all of our interviews, all the Warriors sound you could ever want on SoundCloud.com. Also want to uh, thank Scott Hastings of the uh, Denver Nuggets for his contributions to tonight's show. Thank Craig back in the studios. Don't forget the final word, Ryan Covey, John Dickinson coming your way. They have all the suggestions you'll ever need for the ketchup shortage. That's coming your way next right here on your home for Golden State Warriors basketball, 95-7, the game.